Are you recording right now? Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So like when when we made like this sort of like announcement to everybody that Stacey and I were having Connor. This is pre-Connor. Um, and for those BC. listeners out there that don't realize this, Connor is Chris's son. Yeah. It's not Connor McGregor as <laughs> stupid people tend to think for some reason. I keep um, forgetting. Is Connor with one N or two N's? Uh, You're Connor. My Connor is two N's. With two N's. Okay. It also means lover of hounds. In um, what? I, I, it's like Irish. Okay. But um, he's actually named after Connor Kent, which is the half human, half uh, Kryptonian hybrid. That is. Uh, and Stacy was cool with this, dude. I'm dead serious, right? So we were <laughs> we went on our. It's called a baby moon, which is like the last fucking hurrah you yeah, do before yeah, yeah. you know. And um, I was sitting there reading Teen Titans and <laughs> taking taking a crap. Reading Teen Titans. And Where so all I, best ideas are born. <laughs> exactly. We're on the porcelain goddess. So I came out and I was like, oh, hey, I'm like, you know, like Spartacus was kicked around for a while. Maximus was definitely kicked around since that's its middle name anyway. And um, she was okay with both of those. And I was like, hey, what about just making it Connor Kent Vu? And she's like, oh, I like the sound of that. And so for like a good bit, like Connor Kent was going to be it. And then it just sort of that fell really by the flows way. nicely. It Connor does, doesn't Kent. it? Because like my Connor my Kent last Boo, name is yeah. so short, like it needs to have a, a multisyllabic uh, first or middle name. So you yeah. need to kind of add that together. Either way, so his his name he's literally named after Connor Kent. But I loved Maximus so much because Gladiator is my favorite movie and all that good stuff. Um, so we went with Connor Maximus. So Maxus Aurelius, the that's the, the <laughs> genesis. So I want to call him the Spaniard now. I'm going to be like Spaniard. Hey, Spaniard. <laughs> like, I have a question. Do you have the speech memorized when when the Spaniard meets Commodus or whatever? Do you have the speech memorized? Um. Uh, no, yeah. Yeah. I'm, do, I'm son of a or father to a murdered. What is this? is it that? I'm a I'm a I'm a husband to a murdered wife. Well, yeah. uh, a, a father, father to, to a murdered, murdered son, son, and I will have my vengeance yeah, exactly. in this life or the next. That I saw it four times in theaters when it came out in the year 2000. Wow. That's 12 hours out of my life. That'd be like saying, seeing Endgame, which I've actually at this point watched it. No, I don't know. Either way. Um, so Noah, how are, how are you? I'm good. So I was telling Victor that um, I was going shopping this morning. and I Cyber decided, shopping? No, shopping. Uh, I, went to, I was in Lucky's Market. Mm, I was doing good choice. Food what shopping. beer did you have? What what? What beer did you have? What while, beer, while I was shopping? Yeah, <laughs> they didn't have any beer. Uh, what do you mean? They, they they weren't. I guess it was too early in the morning or something. Oh, okay. So this it, is before ten. Yes. Okay. It was before ten. Um, so I decided to become a real jujitsu practitioner. Oh, you got an acai? No. Oh, okay. Purchase <laughs> CBD oil for the first oh, time. Oh, okay. Because you can't be a jujitsu practitioner without being sponsored by CBD. So how's that placebo effect working out for you? So here's the crazy thing. So I, <laughs> I, I, so I took, I took, uh, so I bought um, a bottle of a liquid. No, I didn't do the tincture. I did uh, liquid gelled um, capsules. Okay. Okay. And 15 they, milligrams. They sell CBD oil or hemp oil? Because there's, there's a difference. Great question. I, I don't even know. It was in the CBD aisle and CBD was in the ingredients. Okay, I don't know. I don't even know that much. I'm not. Uh, a hemp nerd and all this stuff. Okay. But I was curious about the effects of primarily anti-inflammatory. That's, that's one of the perceived benefits okay. is, is, uh, it's an anti-inflammatory. Um, 
they say it also reduces anxiety and stuff, but I'm, I can't see You're, myself being uh, more yeah, chill like, than I, than I already am. So, yeah. um, so I took one 15 milligrams, which is a low dosage for someone with that's 150 pounds according to the internet. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. you know, so I just, what took do you one. mean? I took, <laughs> so I took one and, uh, didn't think about, didn't think about it. And two hours later I felt a very mild body high is what I would call it. So my head was totally fine, but my body felt a little lighter. Could be complete placebo, but I didn't really like it. Okay. And then I got pretty sleepy, and I took a nap before. How coming much was in the here. bottle? Because I'm, I'm, I might get some. If I, I respect your opinion a lot, that's why. Uh, well, I'll sell you my bottle at a <laughs> discounted rate because I'm thinking of doing that. I spent thirty six dollars for I think there are thirty in there. And it's and how many caplets do you take at a time? You take one. Take one, really? Okay. Well, so it's one is fifteen. Month, yeah, it's one for fifteen milligrams. Okay, so I um I have some experience with CBD oil. Okay, I I so like I don't I mean I don't know if you suffer from the same sort of inflammation issues, but like or even just well, I was thinking about taking this. I might try it one more time at night before I go to bed, so I'm essentially sleeping when I'm having. If if I'm in tr- if I'm in fact correct that I have I feel something physically, that's not unpleasant, but it's it's a feeling that I don't feel normally, so I don't really like that. Okay. Um, maybe if there is still a benefit to anti-inflammation, going doing it at night might actually be the best time to do it because number one, I'll be sleeping so, when I have the effect, my, and two, yeah. that's when I feel inflammation the most. Like I'm not, I feel like yeah, I'm like pretty you're good, laying there, right? but I will wake up in the middle of the night and be like my knees feel warm okay you know what i mean so, so there have been times where i've iced my my joints jesus at three in the morning just because so at that point don't you feel you're treating the problem or the symptom not the problem first off um well that's a good question because i think the um, like is that's the thing i'm trying to understand about cbd and i'm a, i'm a i'm a total newbie when it comes to this is it just like a more natural ibuprofen, which isn't fixing anything? It's just yeah, yeah, trying you're, to reduce you're inflammation. It, yeah, right? and I, I so I had a, a similar experience. If I, I could take this as a supplement, that's my biggest question. Can I take CBD oil as a supplement? Like I would take a multivitamin. But so, but supplement your isn't it by definition you're replacing a crack that's in the armor or, or, you know, like you're filling a crack, not a Canyon is the idea of a supplement. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, where's the crack? Well, that I'm we're doing missing? jujitsu, which is, which is putting strain on my joints. Like this sure. is coming from I mean, the, yeah, and I, I, I want to keep I, doing I, I, that. I agree with you. Um, but like I, I did CBD and I, because, and, and maybe some of it's placebo, right? I, yeah. I bought a, a tincture from uh, a buddy of mine or not from a buddy of mine. He, he recommended it cause he, he vapes it. Okay. But I did the the sublingual tongue mm-hmm. thing, um, and I was like, "Oh man!" and and I don't know how much of it is a placebo. I don't know how much of it is just it was actually CBD. I didn't feel a body high as you described it, but I did notice. I was like, "Hmm." It's sort of like when I take like a solid weekend off of not training, and I yeah. sort of forget how it, my body feels not to be in pain. Okay, so your body's in. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't define how I feel like in pain. Okay. Like I don't feel like maybe. So you have like acute fi- uh, inflammation, not like the systemic. Yeah, sort of like- that's what I would say. Like I would say, like so. For example, I'll warm up my 
people kind of make fun of me because I'm always doing curls. It's like I do light curls, bicep curls with dumbbells before I train many days just to warm up my elbows mm-hmm. because I find that the inside of my elbows sometimes can be a little achy. Especially the if inside I'm, of your elbow. Yeah. Really? Now, and I think that's also because I played tennis for most of my life. So my right, my right arm and my right elbow and shoulder have got a lot of mileage on it. Okay. Just from playing tennis. So... I did that think, uh, did that thing on your elbow ever clear up, by the way? Oh, yeah. Totally. Is gone. it gone? And yeah. you get it for just solid rest? No, I had to have it drained. So you he's did? Talking okay. about, so he's talking about I had... Um, this disgusting... Yeah, Go well, on. <laughs> what's it called? It's called... Uh, oh, bursitis. I had a bursitis of my elbow, which is basically I had um, a fluid sac in my elbow. It looked like a, a little titty. And uh, God, that resting didn't do it. I have have a drain. I went to Jewett Ortho. They drained it. It's called uh, they um, lanced it, right? Well, no, it's called no, aspiration. Aspira- yeah, aspiration. Yeah. So they pulled out 15 cc's, which was a, a surprising amount. The guy wasn't expecting that much to come out because apparently what, what is a normal elbow hold? I mean, a no, but sometimes liquid. I guess uh, it's not just fluid in there or something. I don't know. I don't know what it. It was so obvious to me that this is fluid in is my elbow. Is it some sort of like synovial fluid? I have no idea. But they pulled it out. It was like this reddish stuff. Was know? it gelatinous or like just uh, like watery? It seemed a little gelatinous, but I, 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 would, I would make it most akin to uh, a slightly thicker version of what you would get if you squeezed a blood blister. Okay. That, that sounds so, actually... Do you... Um, so you do a lot of jiu-jitsu now. Have yeah. you started getting ganglion cysts yet? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I think my, my fingers are pretty intact, but I have... Um, I do have weird like almost inverted crater calluses on my Your first finger- knuckles oh. from from grips on like lapel grips. So I basically have calluses on the top side of my first knuckles. Interesting. So, so no no ganglions yet. Um I was lancing my own so ganglion cysts are basically these little cysts that develop at the sort of like base of your fingernail. Mhm. And um at the time, I was doing a lot of deadlifting and a lot of just ju- a lot of jujitsu. I was training my ass off. That was before BC, before Connor, right? Yeah. Um, and I was getting these like before Connor Kent, before Connor Kent, BC. But he's not. It's not Connor Kent. This is Connor. Um, <laughs> so, um, and I went to the doctor and I was like, "Hey, man, I got these like gooey little sacks above my fingernail bed here. Like, what? Can you do something about that?" And he's like, "Well." I tell you right now, all I'm basically gonna do is just stick a needle into it and just drain it out. And I'm not gonna tell you to do it at home, but I'm not gonna not tell you to do it at home because like there might have been some winking involved. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, you know, I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna do now is wipe it down clean with some alcohol and take like a you know a little sharp clean needle and just poke it and squeeze it all out. That's what I'm gonna do right now. And I'm gonna tell you that. So I was like, okay. Cool, cool, cool. So, um, that's what I I did it myself. I, I for for a pretty lengthy amount of time. You should have just done that to your elbow. Yeah. So the the did I'm glad I, I'm glad I had it drained. Well, I just didn't know. Like the first time you have something, like you don't know what to react. Like I've rolled my ankle so many times that I know I'm very comfortable with. Like I roll my ankle, or I sprain my ankle. I'm pretty good at gauging the extent of the injury, what I need to do to fix it, sort of thing. Because right. I've been through that. I've never had a lump on my elbow before, so I didn't know 
how now if I have it again, I'd be like drain it and then compress it. It was accumulated, it. right? Like yeah. it wasn't like a traumatic. And so the thing problem that- is you have lymph nodes in your armpit, and that would be the gland responsible for really? getting rid of the liquid. The problem is how often are we going to walk around with this thing above our head? So it's never really going to drain properly. They still advocate compression because compression does help bring the liquid up. But at the end of the day, when you have something that looked like a little titty on my elbow, right. you know, like it had to get drained. And then compression to keep it from filling up again. Hmm. Um, but hmm. I, 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 it took me a while to find the elbow brace that would work. Right. Because I think I bought like three different sleeves. Jeez. And then I finally found one that was the right compression, the right padding so that... It was tight around my elbow, but it also protected because it was still just a little tender. Hmm. But I'm glad he did it, meaning the doctor, because if if you keep draining your elbow and it keeps filling up, every time you stick a needle in there, you're introducing a greater chance of infection. Sure. And the problem is when you have a fluid sack and a chance for infection, that can turn into something really ugly and nasty. Yeah. So that's like a little like staff bomb that could explode, Ugh, that- you know. So anyway, human body. The bodies. CBD help with it, ultimately. <laughs> I mean, I guess to, to some degree, I was probably like tarnished by Joe Rogan, like CBD this, CBD that, and yeah, man. So I don't know. It, we hear it a lot, though. We do hear it a lot, especially in jujitsu circles. <laughs> You're weird. not a jujitsu black belt until you're sponsored by a until, CBD company. Yeah, some random hemp plus. <laughs> with distillery and yeah. Um, so. So, despite injuries, Noah, yeah. what keeps you motivated to train? Yeah, so this is, this is a, good, <laughs> this Ooh, a good topic. This cool. is a good topic. You like that? This is a good topic. I like the segue. Um, so, we can thank Javon for this topic. Uh, I'm curious as to what... I would love to have him t- like, tell me. Why is he asking this? I know, of all people, because I think Javon is, like, he's the guy that, that, in spite of his job, always comes in and trains. Yes. Because... He's he's a doctor. He's in a hospital. He's always comes late, but I feel like he almost has an understanding. Should we with start Paul. calling him Professor? Probably. <laughs> yeah, we should, right? Some yeah. people will do that. You know, I, I there are a few people that have PhDs that are kind of into that, where they're like, "Call me Professor," and I'm like, mm, "Maybe." <laughs> anyway, um, but Javon asked me quite earnestly. Just kind of in passing, he's like, man, how do you stay motivated? Sometimes I, I'll go home from work and I just don't want to get off the couch. And I, I'd have to ask him. My first initial impression was that there was some fatigue. Just he's on his feet all day. Yeah. Once he stops moving. He works it's like, like a 12-hour shift. Right? Yeah. You know, it's, he's doing residency. It, it's, it's intense. It's hell. You know? like, yeah. Um, but for me, I think I'm in a really – I think it's really easy for me to be motivated because – I'm in that middle blue belt, like I've been a blue belt for just about a year, starting to understand jujitsu a little better. I'm every time I go to class, I'm learning something new. And I think when you're learning something new, it's exciting. And then if you have any sort of perfectionist bone in your body, you wanna you wanna practice it. You know what I mean? So there are plenty of things to to do, and it's just fun, man. Like jujitsu is getting more fun. You I know? mean, do you... Th- okay, so... I'm not getting the shit kicked out of me I'm every day, you know? I'm curious, does he... How many years of training does he have exactly? I don't know. We'll have to have this conversation yeah, I'd like again to, with Yeah, I'm curious. I mean, like... I mean, so, like, you're a relative noob to me. And I'm, what, 15 years into it at this point. I think I've calculated this one. And 
I'm still very motivated to train, you know, like, and I'm also, I'm not comparing myself to a doctor, but I, I work 10 hours a day on average. Yeah. Right. And, and, and stuff. And I don't ever lose motivate. Okay. So like, I feel as though for him to be asking that in the first place means that he's losing motivation to train. Well, I think he fully admits, and this is not anything, as you say, inside baseball. It's nothing secretive, but he's going to find out tomorrow where he's going to be working in the future. Oh, really? So his residency is coming up. He had been visiting various uh, hospitals throughout the country uh, as far as like Buffalo, I believe. So Ken- literally Kentucky. tomorrow he's finding out. So he's, he's applied to a out. bunch of places. So I, I, I would not, and he said that's on his mind and stuff. So I would not be surprised if he's kind of in this limbo period of right. what's my future going to be. The closest position that he told me that he could go to would be in Gainesville, which is still, a, you know, two, two and a half, three hours away from Orlando. So he's got a, an unknown that's going to affect his life starting in the summer of 2020 and will affect his training for that matter absolutely like there's a there's a very high there's a greater than 50 percent chance in my opinion that javon won't be with us past the summer of 2020 i know another good another great grappler gone what the hell you know i have yet to grapple with someone that feels as strong as javon javon is the physically strongest grappler i've gone with in my hang on so yes ryan wilkerson i think javon is a little stronger than you Actually, I was thinking Sahibi. No, absolutely not. Really? Absolutely not. Maybe it's like, to me, anybody who's like... They grapple differently, and Zahibi's more up-tempo. Yeah, the pressure just, is in different. In terms of just physical strength and athletic ability, like, he's fucking T'Challa, man. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> um, you just did the thing. <laughs> Why did you, you had to choose. Yeah, dude, he fucking Black Panther, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> but um, I see. Maybe to me, it's like anybody who's like stronger than me. It's like jumping into a pool. You don't get wetter. You're just fucking wet, right? Like, like. So like to me, it's like you're either like equal in strength to me, weaker than me, or you're just fucking strong. So like I don't gauge like like how strong people are because to me like you're just stronger than me period well and i'm sure like everyone's perception is different but for me personally i think javon feels like the strongest guy physically the strongest guy i don't know i mean man like hector is fucking strong too hector's got like this crazy isometric strength where i'm like god damn i like just i mean there are a lot of people in the gym that are strong there are people that have strong grip strength yes you know so they're different things but i'm just I, i i i have a lot of respect for for javon's technique ability yes but his te- every time his technique gets better, it gets amplified because <laughs> his physical he's, attributes. Because you know it's like a I mean? force multiplier. Yeah, like, literally. Exactly. But so, it, that's interesting. I, I just, so you think he's sort of in limbo and now that's affecting his motivation? I mean, I think that's just going to occupy your mind. Oh, sure. You know I, mean, I mean, like. And so I, I mean, almost feel like it's natural to, again, it, I think we have to ask him, honestly. Like, okay, so do you think it's also is, perhaps because... Like, I know him coming into this um, before he joined our gym. He came, he was in Jamaica, mm-hmm. like, had a bunch of kickboxing fights and all this stuff. Oh, really? And he fought? Dude, he's, he told me about how he, like... See, he had, I don't, we need to get him off because I don't oh know any of this shit. So, like, he was saying how he, like, had, like, a test when he was, like, in, like, med- medical school. And he had, like, 
a fight like the night before that he had to like it was like literally like out of a like a comedy when movie. did he start training here i i actually i just saw a photo so like two years ago kind of around the same time like jb joined if not a little bit beforehand that's before my time so what, oh is what, it really okay so i started december end of december 2017 i distinctly remember jovan and jb going at it a couple years ago when there was a hurricane and we were without power okay that's when victor started it was it was day one when victor checked out the gym yeah. actually when he sat there in the corner and was like oh this okay. shit's awesome right he's watching <laughs> two like juggernauts just bash into each other <laughs> slipping all over the place because it's like humid and wet um yeah that he started around that time okay so but yeah he was did he have any jujitsu experience I mean, he says no, right? Because he's like, oh, I'm a white belt and a geek. But yes. But I'm, he's not a I'm calling you out right now, Javon. Right. We're going to have Javon on to, 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 he's to, like, I'm to a set white the belt. record straight. Because uh, we're he doing had, a hell of a lot of speculation. He's got like pro fights under his belt. I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> so like, okay, me. have you ever done Muay Thai with him? No, I've never tried as Muay Thai. As relentless as he is in like jujitsu. His Muay Thai, we're like, okay, like, let's just do some offense-defense sparring, right? Like, one guy's only on offense, the other guy's only on defense. It's like, have you seen, like, drag? I don't watch Dragon Ball Z, but I've seen, like, just the memes of it, where it's just, like, a face with just, like, a blaze of hands just, like, hitting you. <laughs> you know? It's like, or, or like, in St- Super Street Fighter 2. Well, that makes more sense why him and JB were training so frequently. Yes, right? So, it's like, he's just, like, this relentless... It's literally um, uh, Akuma in uh, in <laughs> Street, Street, Street Fighter Two. Actually, I think of um, Street Fighter Alpha Three. But like, he, like his special is like you do this thing, and he just like phases across the room, <laughs> and just like there's just this, like all these. Yeah, he just strikes. like this. It's like a forty hit combo in like thirty seconds, and all you see is just a blaze of hands. Yeah. Like that's Javon. I, did, I, I honestly didn't realize. Like I thought Javon was the guy who was always doing athletics of some kind but i did not know oh no no yeah that dude he's got like legit fight experience wow yeah yeah yeah. so that's why he just whoops everybody's ass all right so let's 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 table the rest of this because we need to bring javon yeah so either way so but but my 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 thought was being being is like he's he's a competitor right yeah so like here he is he's come to the gym he wants to just like get that competitive edge out you know just like just just blow his water on that but he can't right because he's got like 12 hours of fucking residency he's got to do so he's probably like Ugh, I can't devote as much time as I want to. You know, the hunger's there, but like literally just other stuff gets in the way. So maybe that's affecting his motivation. Well, but, well, let's get back to the original question. Like, how does one stay motivated? For me, jujitsu is so damn fun right now. It's almost impossible for me to see it not. Like, like I train Monday morning. I never train Monday morning because I had an early appointment with work. And then I was like, dude, I got four hours of sleep. I need to like take a quick nap. I laid in bed. I couldn't sleep because I was in that weird, like, you're tired, but you can't sleep. And it was like 1030. I was like, fuck, I can train at 11. Let me just go in and train. Like, if I have the option to train, I'm going to do it. Like, it's fun. Like, I, it just, it's honestly, it, it's as, as mystical as it sounds or as Eastern, you know, religion as you like to point out. It's like, it's joyful. Training jujitsu is joy for me. You know what I mean? I think it's just like it covers a lot of like bases when it comes to like. I also think I have a physical dependency on it now. 
Like there's a physical addiction. Like I need a release of endorphins, and that's I, this I is the only that. thing that can do it. Like I can even li- like I could lift really hard, but that doesn't even trigger the same things. Like the 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 muscle use, the the cardio, the way you you can get exhausted from jujitsu. Right, right, right. You can't do that. You'd have to you know maybe a cross maybe a a hit workout you know could do that. But that's why it's for me. What about you? What um, motivates you? Okay, so, like, I think it just covers a lot of bases. Like, the the social end of it, we kind of discussed this the other day, right? Like, it's my third place. I come here just to kind of, like, forget about the world. Mm -hmm. Um, It's how often do you find yourself, you're laying in bed, and it's like you've seen that meme, right? Like, of, like, the wife laying next to the guy, and she's like, he's probably thinking about some fucking girl, right? But, like, in his head, he's thinking about, like, the Danaher videos or whatever the hell it is. Like, how often does that happen to you laying in bed or you're about to go to bed, right? And you're like, God damn! I got caught with this, or I could have done this better in class, or whatever. Almost it is, every right? night, like it's literally it consumes your mind, right? Sometimes I have to make a conscious effort to turn it off. Yeah, exactly. To to and and I think that's like, um, you've probably seen me wear that shirt, but it's like it's a quote from Anthony Bourdain about why he loved loved jujitsu so much. Rest in peace. Um, it's like it's it presents a new challenge every single day that you train, regardless of how long you've been training, you know, and it. It just sort of just covers a lot of bases, like I said, like the physical end of it. You know, it's a good workout. It's it's a good stress relief, you know, um, coming out, hanging out like we are right now. And plus, like, it's just like mentally challenging, you know. Um, and, and that's and I, I just know there's an infinite amount of stuff to learn, I think. And so it I just want to keep on like I feel like if I lose a day on the mats, like I'm like. There's like FOMO a little bit, like a fear of missing out for one. Like, oh, everybody's gonna like, you know leap, make leaps and bounds of like improvement over me and stuff. But also, like, I'm like, man, like, shit, like, what are they learning that I'm not right now too? You know, like, like, what can I, you know? So I, I don't know. It's like, what, what do you think motivates? What do you think makes the people lose lose motivation for for this? Like, aside from distractions. Um. Because it's so like, I mean, yeah, I think I was thinking about this. I, I can think of three things now that I think have this, this hook that are very, that it's hard to almost like put a describe, but it's, it's just this visceral addiction where it becomes a lifestyle, like activities that become life critical to one's lifestyle. And those three things, in my opinion, are jujitsu, CrossFit. And surfing. Interesting. When you when you encounter people from those three domains, even though they're different, the way they talk about the three things sounds very similar. Even though what they're doing is different, their love, the necessity to do it almost daily, is. I would go as far as say that that's most individual sports, though. Nah. Really, like I mean, like people who are like super. I try to think of it like. Like somebody who's like a rock climber. Rock climb, I think, is another potentially good one. You know, because it's like but this... But as a tennis player, I can say no. Really? Yeah. Okay. And that's not just me. That's like... I just know how tennis players talk about things. That they don't talk about it like that. They don't, is that like, because there's not I went not into a like surf shop a life? In, Hana, in Waikiki. I was going to go surfing for a I was in a surf shop. Some old guy came... Old guy. Well, he was probably in his 50s. Okay. Okay. So really not old because I'm in my 30s, so I better call, <laughs> yeah, like, call 50-year-old young now. <laughs> um, he came in, and, and he started talking about this guy about a set of waves one morning three years ago. Remember the, that crazy set of waves 
back in th- about three years ago in the winter time and in, in early you know early January and the guy's like oh yeah everyone went out it's like that's to the extreme that these guys are and I don't know if uh, bowling or golf elicits that same thing and I don't know if it's because there's some I almost want to say it has to do with deep physical output like rock, CrossFit and Jiu Jitsu and to some degree surfing um, surfing is pretty strenuous but maybe not to the same degree I would say but you're in the ocean there's like it's a transcendent experience. Danger involved as well. Where you, like, do you live in the moment when you bowl, really, versus like, do you live in the moment when you do jujitsu, right? Like, yeah, you, I, don't, I don't know. I don't bowl, yeah. but I think rock climbing could be considered a fourth one. I could see that. I, I would like. I, I feel as though like a lot of these sort of like you almost enter a meditative state, like the flow. I mean, yeah. like I know I've heard about that. Yeah. I, I don't. Hmm. But I mean, I've been in the zone playing tennis, but it's different. But are you, are you like craving that again after, like at night, are you trying to that's crave that? That's the thing, I, I, I never was. And maybe that's because, maybe, maybe deep down maybe I wasn't, involved maybe deep down, I, yeah, maybe deep down I wasn't a tennis player, I don't know. Um, no. Is it also because there's a certain amount of like, is there like a tennis culture involved too? Absolutely. Like, like there's a certain a, like culture. I can spot a like, tennis player from a mile away. Can you really? Oh yeah. Really? Come Absolutely. On. All right. So I have I, I got into an argument, not an argument, but a uh, a debate with my buddy about this. And he, I can base it claims, on body structure. A big giveaway is they they'll have uh, blatant tan lines on their feet because you always can play. Can you tan- base it on? My buddy claims because mind he's like a baseball diehard. Yeah. He's like I can walk through any crowd and I can pick out the baseball players. I agree with that. He's like based on swagger alone. <laughs> I'm I, I like, believe, I'm like, come on, man. I like, believe that. But the thing is, is there are people that are recreational tennis players. Then there are people that took it a little farther. That that's who I think he could recognize. Okay, maybe well, not I mean, someone that plays, you know, the weekend or the no, no, the, like a the weekend softball league, league or something. something. But someone that played it seriously in high school or to, into college, and yeah. You don't think though that I? I mean, just to. So you just you described actually four individual sports at this point that sort of like have elicits this like obsessive like yeah you know um, client, like, like this is a part of me now population. I need to do it to be complete I I don't you know runners I mean a lot of runners do that but they, you know they're they're seeking the high as well I mean I understand that someone could come in and say well look. Talk about how many NFL players that retire don't know what to do with themselves because something they've done their entire life right, has right, been taken yeah. away. So um, maybe I'm being a little naive in, in pointing out jujitsu, surfing, and and CrossFit is mine. You know, I what think I mean? everybody just, just tends to nerd out about something, and this is what we're nerding out about. Yeah, yeah, it could be that. I mean, like how? Many but I do feel do like there's know? something different about it, and maybe. Maybe it's just what the things are. It's not a team sport, so I don't think about it the same way. Maybe not. Yeah, you know? like, because I mean, like, I think everybody finds their thing in around. Like also, like, like skateboarders. Top. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it, you they. Know what I mean, they they're in. I mean, like that's that also kind of. Like, Maybe that's because none of these things are as mainstream. Although CrossFit's getting pretty mainstream now. I don't right, know. Right, but I mean, like. How many people? Okay, so how much? How much of it is also like? That here's my thing. Here's 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 a good definition. How many college football players 
attend a party not knowing each other, find out that they both played football, and then are inseparable the rest of the night and they're just nerding out about college football. I Versus don't. I can guarantee you if I go to a party or not, and I won't even include me. If a person goes to a party that practices jujitsu and finds the other person that does jujitsu, those people are going to go crazy and bond. That's interesting. Um, Maybe it's because other people don't understand it as well. That, that's true. Like they're sort of like in there. It's like you either do it and then you get it or you don't do it and you really don't understand. Like people that don't do CrossFit for real don't get CrossFit. I don't get CrossFit fully. You know what I mean? I yeah, I mean and people don't I can get see the appeal of it. But know. I think also like a big part of the draw of the gyms or or you know, the the sort of like meeting places or whatever the hell like a boxes yeah. and this and that for all of these sort of sports are these sort of like sanctuaries where everybody sort of comes, right? Like the box, the dojo, the academy, the gym, the whatever. You know, the waves um like is that area of space revered the way it is for other sports like the i mean field. i've heard high level athletes talk about in all their sports to some degree you know where it's sort of like it's it's you're like exiting to another reality you yeah. know when you step foot in the gym i don't know but either way i it's i i just jujitsu is awesome jujitsu is awesome it, it super is <laughs> Like, okay, so our other, like, like is a college football player, like, listening to a podcast <laughs> or doing his own podcast about how much he loves playing college That's football? That's the thing. I guess not. I mean, I'm and, sure, and I'm what sure somebody if we had what? more than two listeners, we would get hit with a bunch of direct messages and emails. Yeah. Like, you need to listen to this podcast, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. I, I there's, like I said, it's hard for me to put my finger on it, but and I could be wrong, but somehow there's, in my collective experience, I feel like I can classify jujitsu, CrossFit, and surfing in a different category than other activities. Okay, so is it also because we, like, everybody kind of has this idea of, like, what the jujitsu lifestyle is, right? And there's, like, the surf culture. Like, yeah. I'm using, like, like really buzzwordy sure. things. Is there, a, is there, like, a golf lifestyle? I guess there's like salt life, which is sort of like that yeah. that beach culture, right? Like, what is is there a? Is there it's like a, a culture, but probably that community and culture is not developed. Like, I don't know if jujitsu intentionally develops culture, but there's a pretty strong brotherhood. Sure. I think with jujitsu, I think with CrossFit, that's what CrossFit is. It's a community. Yes. And surfing has its own weird kind of... I, I, I know the least about that. But there's I, yeah, a culture yeah, I, there because when I see images of, you know, surfers going out when somebody's passed away, generally surfing, they all form a circle with their surfboards and oh, cool. they have a little ceremony and there's something to that, you know? I don't know if that... Commu I can certainly say in tennis it doesn't exist like It that. doesn't exist? Really? 100%. Because is it... So in tennis, though, is there... We're a bunch of people that love playing tennis, but there's no emphasis on community. Is there, there really? That's an interesting thing. That's not to the you. degree here. I've been like, is it because also, and we kind of discussed this the other day, like, what is the difference between a sports academy, which is where you would train tennis, right, yeah. versus like a dojo, which is like, or, or an academy here, or we, you mm -hmm. know, we call it the academy. I just call it the gym, but like, there's a certain amount of like brotherhood, sisterhood, sure, that's developed here when you're. 
when you're trying to kill each other. There's not a certain amount of like trust that's put with like your opposing. I mean, okay, so like wrestlers, there's definitely a. That's an individual say, sport that so has I would that strong say, like, bond for example, as well. In tennis, there's zero effort. I don't know if intentional or not, but there's zero thought in veteran students assisting new students. There's zero effort to make that happen. Yes, it's all all the relationship you form is between you and the teacher. That's it. And if a if a veteran student becomes an assistant coach, then yes, he becomes the assistant coach. But, but isn't that the same as like there's ranking not intra. Up? It's always coaching staff student, not student to other student. Whereas in a martial arts situation, whether or not it's universal, we can certainly agree that longer tenured students in many instances are expected to guide and mentor younger students or at least set a good example okay, for them. Okay, so let's not add a moral component to it, but is one better than the other, you feel? Oh, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. Like, well, I mean, one clearly d- helps build I community. Think, I think, I think the, the martial arts approach might be more in, in tune with human nature because I think, I think we are... I think we are tribal animals Absolutely. to a degree. I mean, you know like what I mean? We wouldn't be where we are. Yeah. Without. So I think that I think that I think that flows more with with how we are as human beings. And that sounds a little mumbo jumbo, but I think. But is it also that like there's not like the nature in which these sports have like developed? You know, like even in wrestling, for example, like there's like the idea of like a team captain, right? Like so, let's call them like a higher rank basically right or like varsity junior varsity like that sort of thing it, there is that in ten, I, that tennis is the only sport that i am familiar with the idea of like an academy maybe there are like golf academies as well absolutely where right? i where, where i worked is they've got they've grown to have a golf academy the ledbetter golf academy they have a football academy they have a soccer academy like it's a it's a place if you want your kid to be good at a professional sport you send them there and they'll they'll coach him up. Maybe that's the idea too. Is that like it's a very almost sort of like you're deifying staff and deifying and like hero worshiping a little bit, so right? Because you're saying like these are the only sources of information, or is it also like a consumer thing where you're like at an academy, like I'm paying this this staff to train my kid, me, whoever the case is, whereas like. A jiu-jitsu thing, just with the sort of like Eastern. Well, I think end I think it, you know. I think one thing I feel like you might be exposing in my mind is that the origins of these sports probably played a heavy influence into how yes um, their current cultures are. I don't know the origins of tennis, but I'm pretty damn sure it wasn't. The, it's any, Western. It Europe, wasn't right? similar to the origins of what you see with a martial art. Sure. And, and well, martial arts almost are always rooted in and with CrossFit. In, even though CrossFit is extremely contemporary, the yeah, way that's true. what its what its founding principles are and how it's been cultivated from the get go is very culture based, in my opinion. It's very I'm sorry, culture based, like tribal. We have these boxes. Every everything is the, yeah. The, I'm the not sure what the genesis model, of that the, was the business model is not huge academies I, I at least i don't think so it's like i don't think you you'll have a box that has more than 
what, 200 members? But that's also because they price themselves No, but, a that, but way, I'm saying, know? but that's being, that's an edict coming from the top, from, eight, from right, CrossFit right, right. HQ. Like, what they envision are various boxes, or at least that's what they envision right now. Maybe their larger scheme is to do something else. Yeah, grow, I, mean, I don't know, I don't how, know like, you know? What, what the CrossFit HQ yeah. or something like, or is the idea to grow the, their boxes yeah. as much as possible. Um, so, like, what, what do you think? I think... Are, okay, so I know a big selling, not selling point, but a big factor in the community of a CrossFit box or our academy here for that matter is, and with the Jiu-Jitsu culture is like community, right? And, and the fact that people hold each other accountable, they, they, they believe in the idea that like we work together to help each other get better. Um... Are we not holding Jovan? Am I not calling out Jovan enough? You what know, you like to to keep him motivated. Oh, you know, because a lot of I mean, like I can't to say that I we think, don't I we don't I, guilt each other also, right? Because like yeah, but it, you have you have to be like guilt tripping people to motivate him. I don't think so. No, I don't no, think no, you need no, to be no. sarcastic. I think I think if if you're coming with the purest of intentions when it comes to the training mat and you're not malicious and you're not hurting people, you're not bullying people, then you're contributing to a positive environment that someone would want to participate in and, and be in as frequently as possible. Hmm. That's what I think. Hmm. Returning to things. I know this is a slight departure because we're all in the, we were interrupted by one of our tribe mates. Um, so, this is a very unique week. It, it is. It is promotions week. It is definitely. Um, Why the fuck <laughs> does everyone get weird around promotions? Um, and we're all guilty of this. Uh, you're doing a very good job of not being weird around it. I think it's just because everybody. Well, I like stirring the pot. Yeah, like, you're very I'll good stir at that, the by pot. The way. Like I, 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 <laughs> so I you're like instigating. Like, I like poking. I like poking and you're trolling. Definitely, um, uh, <laughs> you're definitely. You're uh, definitely. Um, you're taking after Paul in that respect. Yeah, sure. I know. well, yeah, that's. I think that's one of the reasons. Yeah, when we get together, it can be bad. Why do people stir the pot? Um, in in what sense? Or and why do people get weird? Let's let's. let's uh, in what people sense? People that haven't trained for a while just appear out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Well, that's people, just. We all know why that is. That's a given, right? Yeah, but I mean, people like okay, they get their blue belt test and then they disappear. Congratulations. You have. Have been. you seen that happen though? I've not. Absolutely. I've, I'm this not around ha- this enough, has happened so. this year. How many people have you seen training for the blue belt test? Uh, right now, I could probably tell you three. Three. You know how many people got like selected? I don't Over know. Over 10. Over 10. So, so I would say at least two to three of those people disappeared. I know if one was an injury. I would say, say so injuries. Um, I mean, like it's been a, it's a, we're entering a weird season too. I mean, like a month ago. Basically, like after Halloween, you can sort of like reasonably predict that things just sort of like go to hell, right? Like, because like the holidays, just everybody gets caught up. And unfortunately, um, I think a lot of times jujitsu falls by the wayside. Like, just with all martial arts schools, just in my experience. And I'm sure everyone will tell you. My big thing is, no one, everyone's like, I don't give a shit about the belt. And then when fucking promotions happen, everyone starts caring about the belt. And I say that who says who and I say that loosely by their behavior. No one says it, but their behavior—the fact that your behavior changes markedly 
is evidence that it's affecting you to some degree. But that's also predicated on the fact that people's behavior or the fact they say... Do you think Paul's really changed that much? No. I, I would say the, the most Paul does is he might up the intensity on the rolling. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I mean, he'll, he'll start. We're not, you know, we don't Instead of like frequently start minutes. on our feet, but then he'll sometimes, all right, guys, we're going to start on our feet. Or we'll rounds like, of, you know, one minute rounds. Like there, right. there's a, there's an endurance test in there to some Right, degree. I mean, like yeah. he just wants to. So is that also a part of like properly preparing them for the curriculum? Or, or not the curriculum, the, the test, right? Like, he, he, he has to do his due diligence as an instructor to help prepare them for the oh, I, this. So this like, has nothing to do with what Paul decides to do going into promotions. I don't right. think he's doing anything drastic. It's just that it's just everyone gets a little weird. You know, everyone's like, oh, am I? And you talked about, it's like, we're all guilty of comparisons. That's we're like, all guilty that's, of it, that's, right? That's and kind of he, like I mean, I'm guilty of saying, like, I don't This motherfucker just got a brown belt, and I know I could tap him. And I'm not a First brown off, belt. I've never said that. No, I'm not saying. Oh, okay. I, I'm I just saying like, that's. Say, I, I'm more likely to say that. Okay, but my, right. my point is, is like that's that's an example. It's like I look at my belt color. I look at the guy's belt color next to me, the female's belt color next to me. I'm like, hmm. Well, know. I mean, so it's the same as going to the gym and you lifting weight and then looking at the person next to you. But what's weird about that, though? Because if we're trying to put an objective with some subjectivity measure on our development as martial artists, isn't it natural to compare <laughs> yourself? We've established that the belt system is not, is not representative of... <laughs> no, no, agreed. <laughs> of knowledge, it's, certainly. It's, it's, it's a very loose representation. It's of, a very, very of where things loose, are. objective slash subjective But measure. we love... But we love achievements. That's why people. But, that's but, why achievements are in video games. Right? So it's like so. there's a level up. How many people take photos of what? Of, of their games? belt stripe. I got a new belt stripe today. Oh, I, I did. I you mean, know. Like, you know. It's people like to just. Why do we do that? We like um, the achievement. We like. We feel I forget about the broadcasting thing because everyone broadcasts stuff. I'm not talking about. Sure. You know, people broadcast achievement. Why is is belt promotions held in... Yeah, why, why do people like choose to share that so much? Especially to people who don't even know what it is. They're like, I don't know. Okay, so let's, let's, let's... Is this done in other sports? I don't know, because I wasn't living in the social media world when I played tennis. Right, like, uh, first of all, like, how do you level up in tennis? Like, you, there is you no, broadcast there, your wins, there right? Is, there, is no, there is no ranking system. Well, there is a rank... People will say, well, there's a, you can be a 2.0 player, a 3.0 player, a 4.0 player, a 4.5. People do that. That's an adult league thing. In junior tennis, there's no establishment of ranking. And it's what no, a ranking is, yeah, and here, right. here's interesting. You know how you get a ranking? You go to a certified professional, because this is the USPTA, the United States Tennis Association. A, US, a USTA coach who is qualified to give you a rating will essentially evaluate you and give you a rating. That's it. Really? Yep. That's it. And they just say like A, B, C, or D, essentially? Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, you're a 3-5. Based on what you're doing, you're a 3-5. And then what is that play, rubric? Then What's you, the rubric, though? Like, what, how do they? Is uh, it they actually have it defined. There's a table in terms of like, is able to hit top spin on the following strokes, is able to hit a kick serve. Like, Against a live resisting opponent? Uh, there's no live resisting opponent. It's a I ball, don't, you and a ball. It's you and a ball, but yeah. you and a ball's... 
like coming at you from this angle, coming at you, you know, like yeah, to some degree. But but or is it, it like a you know like there's a pitching it's, machine? It's just more like how many how many techniques can you can you display? It would it would basically be saying like it's a pure it's technique demonstration. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So. Along with just consistency. Consistency. If someone like, misses constantly, then you suck. But what, but what if that person misses constantly? <laughs> because but they can perform all that shit impeccably. Uh, are they are they a rank five or you know are they an A level player? No, I. How does it, it work? Bring you, it would bring you back a little bit. It would. It, hold, it, but okay. here's the thing: it's notorious. Like people notorious. Like honestly, can you pay for it? I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna get flack from tennis oh, people. Oh, let's hear it. But it's like. I Come on, all you highly, tennis listeners! I never thought that highly of the of the rating system because as a junior player, like you didn't, nobody was rated. It was just like I want to be good, I want to play in college, I want to be pro. That's it. Okay, so is there a like the the ranking? This is for right? adult leagues, so this is basically for masters. Okay, that's where it's used. It's like you have a doubles league, even though there are people that are retired, you know, that played in college that do that. But is there the like like you're, you're saying right friends now. are like fuck you Noah no okay so like let, let, this it, it works perfectly though right because like you're saying like you you demonstrate the techniques or whatever the hell it is and you get this like I want to talk about why people dude. freak out around promotions <laughs> but do people freak out before they're like gonna try out for that thing why do people freak Probably. out I mean, but I think it's just Probably anytime there's, there's an evaluation, evaluation yeah. people are gonna freak out about things right. Because there's a certain amount of pressure and But what you would say is is that isn't that the fault of your of your instructor or if you're an employee of your manager for not setting clear expectations and giving you feedback all along the way so you're not blindsided at the evaluation period. I would absolutely agree, agree with that statement. <laughs> um, so he's saying, fuck you, Paul. You're making everyone no, walk no, no, around no, no, on no. I'm just show. saying, though, that like <laughs> that people... But that's like the nature of everything, right? Like, we're, we're about to undergo this. You've you, you sprung it upon me, and I see it on the whiteboard today, this morning, you know, as I'm... But that has nothing to do with promotions. No, no, right, right. Is it... Oh, is, that's not? That's purely teaching yes. and retention. And, and setting Which, a precedent going into the next year. Okay, so fair enough. But, like, let's take a look at, like, standardized testing, right? Like, yeah. isn't that essentially the same type of, like, argument, right? The idea is that I should teach a curriculum. It should impart you with the proper skills, abilities, et cetera, knowledge for you to do well in life, in academics, whatever, right? Just this sort of, like, idealized, like, rom- romanticized version of, like, what education is supposed to be. And then there comes, if that's all done correctly, you should do well on the standardized test, right? But what what ends up in public education is like you just end up teaching. Well, the teaching test. A, taking a test is its own skill. And I think most people I, I would agree. One hundred percent. I think most people would agree. But but what's the easier thing to administer is just to just do this fucking standardized test. So, and for us, the hobby's like nobody tested me. Like you just right, got right, the you belt. just you either whooped ass, or you didn't. Right? Yeah. So. But when money gets involved, that's another issue. Um, yeah. But in our academy, we don't charge. We for don't belt charge testing. for testings. Yeah. You know? So that's uh, Tribe Fitness, located nine three eighteen East Colonial Drive, three two eight one three. But uh, come try us out. Two week free trial. Um, but so I think that just sort of the nature of testing, right? Like, but if testings and ranks were not involved in jujitsu, would a people be as motivated to train because there's not some sort of like any sort of measure of skill there's no doubt i begrudgingly admit 
that belts and testing motivates Keep people motivated. Yeah. Absolutely. Because like, because here's, the, the, here's the big thing. The here's the big thing that has driven me crazy this time. And it's happened every time. Right. Paul gives out his, his letters to the students that says, you've been nominated, you know, and so, he gives them out how, two months ago, at least in October. Okay. Guys, just understand, I'm giving you this because November's going to come, but Thanksgiving's in there, and then all of a sudden we're going to be beginning of December and you got promotions. You know, like I'm giving okay. you this, you have time. When is, and, and they have the gauntlet on Thursday, which is a shark tank, but they have to schedule a one hour time of their, of their own choosing with Paul within business hours so he can evaluate them which on the Tomorrow's technique. the last day, by the way. Huh? Which tomorrow's the last day well, to do that. And guess, guess when everyone's taking their fucking one hour and they're trying to schedule? Tomorrow. tomorrow. The very last day. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's my thing. Now, I understand I'm very unique. I'm the guy that was not cramming in college, and I know most people were. So I can't... I, I, I come off as holier than thou. I come off as holier than thou. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I don't get... You know, why, you know, why is this? But at the end of the day, I'm like, guys, first of all, you gotta if you want to guarantee a time with Paul. If I'm thinking like I want to get my, you belt, should have guaranteed that. I want to guarantee yeah. that by if I want to book it Wednesday, book it, book it the at day least three you got weeks it. ago. Yeah. Guess guess when Monday. No one had booked anything yet. Monday of this week, there were no scheduled testing. That's super inside baseball, and that's very. I don't very care. Right? I don't mean, that's the thing. Yeah, it's like, like and that, I'm not, I, I mean, I mean it's, it, that what blows my mind. Maybe it's a matter and of now, confidence. Now maybe I'll go on record. Now I'll it. challenge it. Now, now I'll now now I'll get some hate mail here okay. from this. Okay, when I got my bluebell test letter, I scheduled. Oh, it the very when did next you week. schedule it? Yeah, no, no but, please but tell I get us. It out when way. did and you know why? It? Because I wanted to start focusing on advanced techniques because advanced was fun. So the more you're testing, you know, getting ready for fundamentals, and guess what? Why is he putting that stuff on the board? Because at some level, we're failing as students to retain so, enough yes, and that's, day to day. And that's and if and we that's were, the problem, then right? you wouldn't have this fucking crunch syndrome where, shit, I need to catch up for all this law stuff. It's understandable. Look, people have asked me questions. People have asked others. I tell them, like, look, the self-defense portion maybe gets covered once or twice a year. It's totally expected that you didn't see it or you don't you, it's not like uh an arm bar from close guard which gets covered pretty frequently yeah like you know or side control escapes the movements but there are some sections um stand up we probably don't do as much compared to other techniques other areas so it's like i get that and that's why the test is good because it rounds out and find you're gonna have gaps i'm not my claim is not you shouldn't have any gaps when you're ready for your blue belt, you know it all. No, there are going to be gaps. But to degree, people are like cramming the entire curriculum, the entire blue belt curriculum well, in like in a their defense, period is like right? like So in, in their defense, let's look at it from like an academic standpoint because we've kind of discussed this in terms of like modules, right? <laughs> Everyone's going to be gunning for me now. On like that, we, like so in, in, in one strength of like, I guess, public education is that you, you're taught something and you're tested on at the end, Right. In this curriculum, and not not to to no fault of just the way it's set up, we're tested essentially at the oh man, oh. did you just see some weird technique? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, just uh, I I prefer to see a better technique. Let's just put it that way. Um, 
Uh, <laughs> my back is to the gym area. Chris is making a weird face. No, I'm just, imagining I, we've got it's like, buckling though, knees, bowed no, no, back. Kettle, kettlebell swings are a very oh, like, you know, and you know, like, here we go. Here we you know, go. I'm, I'm an early adopter. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, it's not a muscle lift, right? It's a hip lift, not arms. Your arms are just connecting yourself to the torso. Um, but uh, they're the kettlebell to the torso. But um, <laughs> we we tend to because it's not tested immediately after people just focus on whatever they're focusing on, whatever the curriculum is at that moment. And so we should test to see how much retention has taken place after that module, as you put it yesterday, right? Like, so to expect a student to remember and still be pretty proficient at something at this point, three, four, five seasons ago or not not seasons but like i understand you know semesters yeah, ago or semesters ago, ago or, yeah you know, tri- you know it figure or quarters ago quarters yeah. that's difficult like that's difficult for anybody sure you know because especially if if one module you're working on is completely unrelated to another we just did 50 50 the one before that was lasso the one before that was i don't even fucking remember and spider. that's a fault of me spider and the, and before that was de la hiva to all this x guard all this crazy shit right like they're unrelated to one another, which is necessary for development to, to give you more tools in your toolbox. But like, I think to me, there, there's got to be some balance of logical flow of one curriculum or one piece of the curriculum to the next, as well as variety, right? Because that's what's going to keep people learning the, the billions of facets of jujitsu and situations that can occur in jujitsu. So how do you balance that though? Like variety with, uh, knowledge retention, disguised with, repetition. D- ooh, I see somebody read their notes. <laughs> very well, very well done there, sir. I, I don't know. I mean, like it's hard unless you're testing immediately so after what, it's done. What, what goes through your mind going into promotions? What goes through my mind? Because um, I'm approaching it from like I was a white belt and I got my blue belt. That's it. Like you're you're now on the cusp of getting a black belt. That cusp could be. As early as this weekend, it or could be, a year from now, yeah. which is probably more likely, right? You know, and and what's in my head is a I've and you said like I'd rather be a purple belt. <laughs> I would literally rather be. I felt as though my best performance, just as well, it's all, it's different life situations sure. too, right? Was when I was like a two stripe purple belt because I was like I could like <laughs> I could go hard and not be an asshole with people. Yeah. Um. I didn't have the expectation of also being an instructor. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a student and I could just train and it was cool. Um, not that it's not cool me being uh, an assistant instructor now, but like, like I'm expected to do well, but I'm also not expected to have this like sort of like aura about you because you're like a senior belt, you know? Um, I love that. Do you think our black belts have an aura around them? Absolutely. I think, I think the idea of a black belt in general does. Especially in a culture, so like shodan, right? By definition, in Japanese, means like first step. Um, and like the like a black belt in judo. Not that it's not a huge achievement, but it's like to be like that means you literally have mastered the fundamentals of judo. And I I want to believe that that's sort of has carried over to jujitsu as well. But because of like the Karate Kid and all these other fucking movies and stuff, and just like westernized like media, the aura of the black belt is that it's you should be able to kill somebody with it, right? 
and maybe that's an, a self-imposed thing. But like that's while why I would just rather while killing mosquitoes with uh, <laughs> with flies with chopsticks. <laughs> yeah, with chopsticks. Um, I mean, I would I would love to just go back to just being a purple belt. You know, like that's where I feel my skill level is really at. Um, it's 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 like I. But what goes through your mind? Like, oh, does anything as, change for you? Is like oh promotions? Like do you enjoy going? It's to a promotions? massive like, amount. For of, me, I find it fun to go to promotions. Like twice a year, if we did it like every month, I'd be like, "This is getting, this is getting old fast." Like, I, I just, I love. But to I, see... I think having the ceremony is kind of cool. But you yourself said you hated the ceremony, didn't you? Yeah, but it's. Twice Remember, a year, you said uh, we were we were discussing um the me, one of them the Roy Dean things, right? Didn't you say you hated that, like the sort of like ceremony end of that? Oh yeah, I mean, but they took it way farther than what we do. We just gather around. Wait, and, you don't want bow, uh, him to like kneel and like bow and present yeah. you with it, like, <laughs> like a samurai sword? Correct. I don't want, well, you don't want that? No, That's I awesome. Don't want, I don't want fucking Tom Cruise from the Last Samurai. Like, if you want me to, strike, <laughs> like, if you want to, if I, I present to you. <laughs> I present you the sword. If you want me to strike me down, I will it. strike myself down. You don't down. want it to be like no. you've been confirmed into the Catholic Church. No, it, it's it's nice to get a little recognition. Yeah, it's also then, nice to have everyone gather around. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just like the holidays, right? Like it's good, right? It's almost almost like it's almost like a wedding or a funeral. Sure, excuses for extended family to get together, which is it's fun. Like that's awesome, right? Like and it's and that's actually been one of my goals in in the to be as a morning instructor is to like the morning guys sort of like get get like forgotten, you know, and it's sort of like. Um, to make them feel included as a part of the gym because a lot of them don't train in the afternoons. So they don't know a lot of the people. They know just whoever's in the morning, right? And that's that's cool for everybody to kind of get together and stuff and, and to, to really build that sense of community, right? So do you have any, to close things out, because I think we can follow this up after promotions, do you have any predictions for promotions? Not in terms of who's going to be promoted. I'm not asking that. I'm just... <laughs> then what like, the fuck am I predicting? Well, no. What, like, what do you think... How do you think it's going to be? Because every year it's a little different. Some years it's really long. I you know, think like, the end of the year tends to be very long because we also do our paper plate awards. Yeah. Um, and you're closing out the year, right? Like it's like the cyclical thing. It's just sort of like... Are we going to have drunken madness afterwards? Oh. Did we talk about that? <laughs> I mean, we do... I mean, definitely not, right? Like we, we, not a certain amount we of... Do, like, we do enjoy ourselves afterwards. We're scaling whether it's, not, whether it's not in the gym or not... We're scaling ourselves back to like no, actually, brown from what belt, I, from like what I've drunken heard, madness. The rumblings are we're not actually having a party the day of promotions. We might have a a holiday party, end of year party oh, at cool. a later date in a secure location. <laughs> one a secure, one where we don't have to clean up. A, an un, a secure undisclosed location. One where, one where I don't have to go. Oh, oh, God, I have to put that condom on. Joink. We don't have but, to stay and, and clean and up. And also, hopefully, so people with families can attend. And spend the whole time there. So it's that's, like that's a true. clear start and end date. Like an actual, like a, like a picnic. It's been like, and we start bleeding into the party section. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Give it kind of a clear start. And people are kind of like blo- trying to blow through the ceremony to, yeah. to get to the, because I'm so, hungry for nachos, right? I don't know. I guess asking what prediction is kind of a weird question, but what's going to be interesting is apparently this, we'll have our gauntlet, which is again, we, I say gauntlet, it's the shark tank for the, the people up for promotion. That's always fun. Um, I'm always curious about the turnout. One it's, year it's, I went, it was like huge. a bunch of people. Not the people, obviously, up for promotion because those people. But it's also, is it because Julian brought his folks too? I don't know. I'm just saying it, it, it's going to depend. I'm, it just, it's interesting to see the turnout of other belts to participate in that. Um, we've even, it's always fun when you see a person walk in to the gym the first day on a day like promotions or the Shark Tank and they're like, 
Is what, what is it's like every day? <laughs> you mean like so? Is it okay? Is this what it's like every day? You mean day? like you talking about like the dude who like didn't get the memo and they're there for like ten o'clock yeah, class? Yeah. They're like, what is going on here? And I think there might be some stuff happening before promotions on Saturday with Julian students. That might Juli- be Julian or Julius? Uh, Julian. Julian. Yeah, Fusion Julian. It's gonna be. I don't understand. I think he might be Shark Tanking some of his belts up. For oh, you mean like you mean Saturday the weird like here. rhythm of what happened last like. Oh really? Oh okay. Potentially. That's cool. Yeah. I want no. So part something of that. said off screen. We'll, we'll we'll leave that secretive. Wow, so inside baseball. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, that'd be cool. That would be cool. Um, so what are you gonna practice today? I would. I guess the curriculum is mount escape to uh, quarter guard, right? And to not quarter guard, quarter mount. To, mount escape to quarter mount to deep half. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's. Three quarter guard, I, quarter mount. I, know, I mean, yeah, whatever. either way, just semantics again. Um, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna put my gi on and get ready. Yeah, we stretch. need to go. We got ten minutes, so they, my expectation is to be ready five minutes before class. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've got ten. Peace out. <laughs>